BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Friend of a Friend. It's your host, Liv Perez. I am back from vacation. It felt like a really long one this time. My fiance and I hadn't been to Europe since before COVID, so we really milked this trip. Granted, we had a lot to get done. We were doing a lot of wedding planning. I was trying wedding dresses. Then, of course, we wanted to get a little bit of vacation in. So we had an incredible time. We did a little bit of France, a little bit of London, and it was just such a great trip. I feel like my tank is very full, especially heading into September, which is always my craziest month. Usually when there's a lot of work to be done, fashion week is in full swing. So I'm feeling great. I hope you guys are all feeling good, too. I cannot believe it's the end of the summer and that we are actually in September. That is mind boggling to me, but I'm so excited for all the upcoming episodes. We're of course going to be doing essential items for fall, some trend reports. I'll be doing some episodes about my time at New York Fashion Week and of course keep you guys updated with all the incredible new fashion trends and things to look out for. Today's episode is such a personal one for me and has been so much fun to work on. When I sat down to take notes for the show, because that's usually how I prep, I'll take my notebook out and just kind of free write ideas that come to my mind of things that I want to cover for whatever subject it is. If it's for trends, for example, I'll, you know, grab my notebook and just write things that I've seen like out in the world that I want to be able to share back with you guys. Writing for me has always been the best tool for getting my thoughts out. I wish I was someone that could write digitally on my notes on my computer, but for me, it's all about my notebook. So when I sat down to write notes for this episode, my heart was very full because just being able to reflect on this really incredible moment in my life. And of course, with fashion being my second love, being able to bring it into this really important moment has just been really special. So for all my brides-to-be, today's episode is going to recap everything that I learned from my first bridal fittings. For those of you who don't know, I got engaged last November and we have finally set a date. We're getting married next July. So it's that time for me. And I'm really excited to bring you guys along for this journey. I'm going to be sharing as much as I can along the way. Of course, I want to leave some elements of surprises, but I, of course, I'm going to be sharing my best tips, my best tricks, things that I'm seeing in the bridal space that I think could be amazing for any brides who are listening right now and your upcoming weddings, whether that's an edit of my favorite shoes, which is coming, by the way, I'm working on it, or even an episode like today. I hope they are super helpful for you. And of course, as always, my DMs are always open if you guys have further questions. So I want to start at the beginning of my entire process. I'm going to walk you guys through everything that I have been doing and working on in getting prepared to be a bride. So if you are newly engaged or newly to the process, this is your cheat sheet to bridal fashion. So I'm about 10 months out from my wedding, and this is when I really think everybody should start to ideate on what kind of dress, vibe, aesthetic you're going for. 
Sure, I know I'm planning a little bit early, but these days I have seen so many long lead times on bridal websites, way longer than I ever expected. My sister is getting married in October and I'm actually officiating her wedding. I'm super excited. But one of her dresses, the lead time is actually, I think, close to four months just to have it made fit to her. So keep that in mind as you're on this hunt. That's why I started early. 10 months feels like a lot of time, but you really don't know what each manufacturer is going to need. So at around 10 to 11 months, I would say start a Pinterest board. Get your vibes going. I think what was most helpful for me in that process is really understanding what's out there. Pinterest obviously is such a huge like vortex of information that there were so many different styles that I hadn't even thought about that really caught my attention. And I was like, oh, this could be cool. Again, I find that anything bridal, anything wedding, it's such a foreign concept almost in a way. They're all things that you've never really worn. I'm looking at all these dresses and I'm like, oh, I could like this. I could like this. You don't really know. And I actually had the same experience when I was getting engaged. I knew that I had always really liked an emerald shape. But before I like confirmed that and was like, oh, yeah, like I like an emerald. I actually went and tried a bunch on because the second it's on your hand, you think you might like something, but you actually might like something really different. There's a huge difference between seeing it on someone else's hand and then once it's on yours. So with anything in the engagement bridal space, I cannot recommend enough. Go and try things on. What I think I loved most about this Pinterest board was that at the end of it, at least for me, it might be different for each of you, but there was a very consistent aesthetic that I had liked throughout the dresses that I had chosen. So it was very helpful for me to step back and be like, okay, I think I actually know what I like versus before that, you know, people would ask me, what do you want to do for your wedding dress? And I would be like, I don't know. I'm, I've never tried on a wedding dress before, so I'm starting from scratch. So the Pinterest board was really helpful for me to visually see what I was liking and the direction that I was curating. So now I have this general idea of what I like, what I'm going for, and I feel pretty confident about that. Again, I'm 10 months out, which feels like a lot of space, but I didn't want to be in the position, and I highly recommend that you guys don't put yourself in this position either, where like six months before my wedding, it was crunch time and I had to go find a dress right away. I really wanted to go into a bridal salon and just try things on for fun. And I'm so glad that I did that because it really allowed me to find more details about what I really like in a wedding dress. And I also felt like I was doing it in an environment with way less pressure. I wasn't going in there and being like, I need to find a dress today. And whatever they have there is what I'm stuck with. So again, if you're a bride and you're about a year out, make that appointment for a bridal fitting just to go and try some things on. It will make the world of a difference and give you so much time for you to really find your dream dress. I went to Loho Bride in Los Angeles, which I feel like everybody goes to. And there's a reason. They have a little bit of everything. Everything from Daniel Frankel, Catherine Tosh. They have, of course, the infamous Vivian Westwoods. So it's really a great salon if you're looking to try on a variety of dresses. If you follow me on Instagram, you know I also went to another fitting in Paris, which we'll get to at a later date. But this was my first fitting. And I have a ton of tips of what to do to prepare for a fitting. First things first, dress the part. It is so important to look how you feel like you want to look for your wedding. So I know that I'm going to do probably a bun because you guys know I love my buns. I slicked my hair back and I actually did my makeup to the best of my ability. It's so helpful when you're in there to try a dress on and actually have some sort of semblance of what you want to accomplish for your wedding day. If you want your hair down in waves, maybe go get a blowout before. But 
making the most of your time and being able to actually visualize what your vision is in that moment to the best of your capacity, I think is making the best use of your time at this fitting. So again, dress the part, do the hair, do the makeup. If you have bridal shoes already that you're wearing to your wedding, bring those. And if you don't, bring maybe a shoe that you feel comfortable in, whether it's, you know, the heel height or a style that you're going to wear. Loho has a ton of shoes for you to try on any dress with. So if you don't have any idea of what you want to wear for shoes, most bridal salons have shoes. But if you do have it already, all the power to you. Bring it. It helps check off one thing off the list. Also, I like got dressed up. It's an occasion. You know, I wore all white. I brought my mom and my sister and it made the experience that much more special. I really recommend if you're going to a salon for the first time to really put that effort in because I felt so good while I was there. You guys know I love to say that a good outfit can change your entire mood, your entire day. And I walked into that salon feeling really confident, really beautiful, and ready to look at a dress that would carry so much weight in my life. So again, dress the part, dress up, feel your best because it will allow you to also pick something that will make you also feel your best. As I mentioned, I brought my mom and my sister. Bringing people with you is crucial. Again, you kind of want it to be a party. It's so much fun. I loved having my mom and my sister because one, my sister is my maid of honor, my mom, mother of the bride. And I wanted both of them there. They both have really different opinions, which I loved. And I think that's important. Like bring two people with you that you feel like aren't just going to be like, oh, you look so beautiful to every dress. Like really bring people with you that are going to be like, nope, this fit doesn't work. That fit works. Let's try this on. You want people who are going to be active participants in this process. This is a huge deal. So make sure that you're bringing people with you that are going to advocate for you finding the best dress. I would say bring two people with you. I actually saw a bridal party next to me who had like a bunch of girlfriends with them. I don't think I could do that. I don't want that many opinions. I think it's a very intimate, special thing. Bring two people with you that are going to help guide you along, make you feel really good, and not overwhelm you with a ton of opinions. I also know actually a lot of bridal salons charge you now for more people over two people. So definitely pay attention to that when you're signing up to go to a bridal fitting. I do also want to call out that Loho Bride does charge you when you make an appointment for a bridal fitting with them. Even if you're just trying things on, they charge you to use the space. I went on a weekday and it was $25. Weekends are $50. And most bridal salons charge the same. So as you're planning this, just know in the back of your mind that there will be a fee associated with going into a bridal salon. We'll be right back after a quick break. So I have a lot of weddings coming up, but one that is so important is my sister's actually getting married in October and I'm officiating the wedding. Huge deal. I am so excited. It's such an honor. Obviously working on my speech, but of course I'm also working on my outfit. When I have big events like this, I love to find things that are sentimental, almost have lived an entire life and something that I know I'm going to invest in and have in my closet forever. It's either a beautiful dress or maybe a special shoe. And for moments like this, I love to go to eBay because I know that I'm going to find something, one that's authentic, but two, that is so special, unique, and one of a kind. The best part about shopping on eBay, eBay's authenticity guarantee. It protects buyers like me from fakes and gives us the assurance that we're getting the real deal. I'm a sentimental shopper, so if there's an event or an important life moment, I love to buy a piece for that moment. And for this wedding, I've been looking for the perfect shoe, and it's perfect because the authenticity guarantee currently covers items across sneakers, watches, handbags, jewelry, and streetwear categories. Any purchase backed by the authenticity guarantee is actually sent to an authentication team who personally inspects the items, checks it against the listing, and authenticates it. 
They have an entire authentication process so buyers know they're getting exactly what's described in the listing. So if you're looking for maybe something for an event, a special moment in your life, and want to get something that has so much history to it and is so special for your closet that you know you're going to pass down for generations to come, I highly recommend using eBay and trusting their authenticity guarantee. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay's authenticity guarantee because everyone deserves real. Visit ebay.com for terms. It's almost fall, which I cannot believe, which means you guys know that I am already working on a fall refresh for my closet. And every time a season rolls around, I try to think about what I think the shoe of that season's going to be. Last fall, I feel like we were obsessed with the loafer. A chunky sole, maybe like a gold embellishment on the front, a shoe that would transition us through seasons, really chic with a pair of jeans and a t-shirt. I think this season it's going to be the mule. I've been seeing so many mule style loafers all over my Instagram and there's a pair that I love that I think I'm going to get because I feel like it would be perfect for all of my fall excursions from Vionic. You guys know I am such a huge fan of Vionic. If you've not tried on a pair of their shoes yet, Vionic is so great because they actually harness science to make shoes that bring balance to our lives. Whether you need sneakers for long walks or maybe a smart casual for the office, Vionic offers shoes for every day, all day and every occasion. And what I love most about them is they have an exclusive Viomotion technology that actually aligns and balances the whole you from your feet first. There's nothing better than feeling like you're supported in the shoes that you're walking in. And I feel like for all the travels and all the events that I have coming up this season, I need a good shoe. So I just got the Starling Mule. I actually got it in the cream leather. I cannot wait to wear this with like a big chunky white sweater, a pair of jeans and a cute bag. It's an open back mule with a really cool ornament detail on the front that feels really sophisticated and elevated. This is a shoe you can wear to work or even to drinks with friends. Use my code on Vionic. It's code friend at checkout for free shipping at www.vionicshoes.com. I can't wait to wear them and I know you guys are gonna love them too. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Now let's get back to the show. So at my fitting, one thing I really want to stress is even though I talked about making this mood board before going into an actual fitting, I threw that mood board out the window the second I walked in the door. I think it's really important to know your aesthetic and know the things you like. I say this even when it comes to creating your dream wardrobe, cleaning out your closet. I think understanding what looks good on you and the things that you gravitate towards is crucial to understanding and having a really unique sense of personal style. I think the people that I love the most on social media who I think have killer personal style are people who know themselves so well. They know the things that work for them. They know their angles. They know what pieces are going to be flattering for them. And so again, in any situation, I think making a mood board and understanding the things that you like is really important. But Once I got in the door, I put that completely aside. I wanted to go in with an open mind 
and try on every single thing that sparked my interest, even if it was the slightest bit, and really open myself up to as many different ideas as possible. I tried on, I feel like, such a wide spectrum of dresses. I went through every single row and picked out anything that I even remotely liked. And when I say that, I mean, if you're someone who wants a long sleeve, even if the waist or the skirt of the dress is nothing like you would like, but has a long sleeve, I tried it on just to see what a long sleeve would look like on me. If I wanted to try on a dress that was a duchess satin, which is more of like a shiny, I would say like ivory colored satin versus like a stark white. Even if I hated the style of the dress, I wanted to try it on just to see how that fabric looked on me. So really go in there and look at every element of every dress and say, okay, like, you know, could I wear this shape? Could I wear that style? Could I wear that sleeve? Could I wear that skirt? Go in there really looking at the different elements of a dress versus the entire dress, because that will help you, as I like to say, like chip away at the sculpture of like what your final dress will be. So as I mentioned, I tried on so many things. I tried on, of course, the iconic Vivian Westwood style dresses. I got to say, I have seen literally every bride on the planet at this point wear a Vivian Westwood dress to the point where there was a moment where I was like, okay, like, can we mix it up a little bit? But then I went and tried it on. This has got like, I get it. I totally get it. Like, I get why every bride picks this dress. This has got to be one of the sexiest, but also most beautiful and most flattering dresses ever made. It was so good to the point that my mom looked at me and was like, do you think I could buy that and dye it another color and wear it? It is just a stunning dress. The way that the waist cinches in, the material, the way that like your collarbones are out, the way that it makes your bust look without being too overly sexy. These dresses are fantastic. So if you have been wanting to try one on, I really recommend going and trying it on. If you're like me, you're seeing a lot of it out there in the world. But I do want to say something when it comes to that. It's your day. It doesn't matter if a bunch of people have worn similar dresses. Whatever makes you feel the best is what you should be wearing. Try when you go into your fitting to block out all of that noise. It's kind of like my sister just had a baby and she was going through the process of names. And she was like, baby naming is so hard because anytime, if you like, like a name, but if you know someone with that name, it automatically taints your vision of the name. But what if you really like that name for your kid, but you won't stop thinking about your random friend from high school who has the same name, but that person has no impact on your life. Take that mentality into wedding dress shopping. Does not matter if you saw a friend of a friend wear the same dress on Instagram, get the dress that you want. It's your wedding. It's your day. And that's all you're going to remember at the end of the day. So yes, the Vivian Westwoods, I can personally attest, are phenomenal. I also tried on a ton of Danielle Frankel dresses, which are definitely a little bit out of the box for me. If you follow me on Instagram and you know my style, I'm a little bit more traditional. And I think I'm going to lean into that for the wedding. Danielle Frankel's are, first of all, the construction of these gowns are next level. I tried on that dress that kind of looks like a leotard and then has the very sharp skirt at the hip. This dress was so beautiful. And by the way, unbelievably comfortable. I feel like it's a dress that I've seen a lot on Instagram because again, it's such an innovative idea for bridal. I love Danielle Frankel's mind. Like I just want to be in her brain, but definitely recommend trying this dress on. It's so beautiful. It's so different. And again, it's so comfortable. And actually one thing that I loved from trying that dress on, even though it wasn't my shape and my style, I'm obsessed with the fabric. I had mentioned Duchess Satin earlier and this dress was Duchess Satin super soft, not a stark white, a little bit of an ivory, feels so romantic and definitely was something that I took a mental note on where I was like, okay, I think that could be my fabric and I should try to find dresses that are 
within that same world because it just looked so beautiful and I felt really good in it. I also tried on a lot of dresses from a designer named Catherine Tosh. A lot of her dresses are quite traditional. So if you are someone that's looking for a little bit of a classic silhouette, she is a great place to start. My sister also was looking at dresses for her wedding from Catherine Tosh as well. So she has a really wide variety, great price point, and is very classic for any of you classic brides. So again, to reiterate what I was saying earlier, this bridal fitting was so important for me because I didn't have the pressure of needing to find something right away. I loved that I had almost four months ahead of when I needed to actually figure out what my wedding dress is going to be to go in there and actually think about and process the things that I love from this fitting. I was able to look at fit. I was able to look at the way my body moves, fabrics, all of those things. So now I can go home and actually say, okay, like let's narrow down my search to these things that I know that I love. So don't just pay attention to the dress as a whole. Don't just pay attention to the aesthetic of it. Pay attention to all of those other things because those are the key items that are going to help you find the dress of your dreams. So again, I just want to go through timeline one more time. I'm 10 months out. I think you need six months from when you are like gung-ho going to find your dress because I know that a lot of alterations now need eight to 12 weeks. That's three months. So make sure that you're giving yourself more time than you need to find that dress that you love and you don't have to find one because you're in a crunch. And when it comes to alterations, I believe most places do three. So that's another thing to think about when you're trying on these dresses. When it comes to alterations, I also want to make one really important point. If there's a dress in a salon that is too big, still try it on. I actually tried a dress on at my second fitting that was three sizes too big, but it actually is one of the top contenders that I'm thinking about now, right now for my wedding. Sure, there were certain moments that I couldn't really visualize because some pieces were too big on me, but that's what the bridal team is there for. They will like stitch and pin and like clip every bit to try to get it as realistic as possible. And this is why alterations take so much time. Usually most salons do three alterations, one to just get your fit and hem right, two to make sure that your sizing is right, and that last one to make it perfect for your wedding. So keep that in mind for your own sizing, but also as you're looking for dresses, keep an open mind with the sizes that you're trying on. I think the biggest thing when it comes to sizing for a wedding dress is how you actually feel in the dress. Because at the end of the day with alterations, anything's possible. A lot can get done. But when you're in your bridal fitting and you try on a dress, make sure you do all the things. Dance, sit, spin, put your arms up, do a backflip, whatever. Don't do a backflip. These dresses are expensive. But, you know, do all the movements so you can understand how you're actually going to feel in this dress. Sure. Again, we can account for alterations. But Is the dress maybe too busty for you? Can you sit? Is it comfortable around your thighs? Like All those things are so important to know while you are trying a dress on and considering alterations for the future. So again, don't be shy to do all those movements and really feel how you're going to feel. You want to be comfortable. At the end of the day, my worst nightmare is being in a dress that I'm either like really sweaty in or I can't move until I change to my after party dress. I want to be comfortable because that's when I feel like myself and I really want to feel like myself on my wedding day. And I'm sure you guys do too. So make sure you take those extra steps to really make sure that you can move in this dress and feel as good as possible in every single situation that you're going to be in on your wedding day. One last thing that I'll say on this note of like alteration, sizing, all that stuff. If you're trying on a dress that you like, but there are like too many things that you want to change, keep looking. It means that that dress isn't right. If you want to change like the sleeve length, the neckline, the hem, the, the waist, like then you just might as well like do a custom dress, which I don't really recommend, to be honest. Big undertaking. So if there's a lot of things that you want to change to a dress, I really recommend that you keep going on that hunt. There are so many dresses out there, so many cool designers to find. I've been finding so many great designers on Instagram. There's so much more to look for. 
So don't settle. If it's something that you love, but it's not fully there, keep going on the hunt. Another tip that I want to bring up that was so crucial and honestly saved me from picking a bad dress was taking pictures. There was one look that I tried on that I died for. I thought it was so beautiful. It was this three-piece skirt, corset, organza blouse. So the organza blouse goes on first, corset over that. So just the sleeves of the organza are sticking out. And then this beautiful silk skirt with a really beautiful long train. This obviously could be worn for a wedding. I was thinking about it more for my Friday night, for my Shabbat dinner, welcome drink situation. Putting it on, my mom and sister were like, oh God, like just buy this now. This is so beautiful. My sister had taken pictures of every single look that I came out in and video. So at the end of the fitting, we were able to sit down and go back through every single thing. We ended up getting to the picture of this look that we all loved with the organza sleeves. And all three of us were like, ooh, it did not photograph well at all, at least on me. It fell kind of weird on the shoulders. It looked really flat. And I knew it was going to be one of those looks that I was going to be moving around all night to make sure that the organza was there. I am so glad that my sister took these photos. I would have fully gotten this outfit and then seen the photos and been like, oh my God, this was nothing like what it was in person. So take all the pictures, all the videos, look at them in the moment while you're there. Again, this is a huge moment in your life. You're going to have photos, you're going to have video, and you want to make sure that you feel so good and that reflects in your photos. So definitely have a dedicated photographer for your bridal fitting, whether it's your mom, your sister, your best friend. It was so, so helpful. Now, I'm not there yet, but one other thing to note when you're in these bridal fittings, if you are getting closer to the day and you have figured out your dress, I really recommend having a bustle plan. I had a friend who got married two years ago and her bustle broke at her wedding. So she was carrying her dress the whole night and it was such a bummer for her. She'd like carry it. Her husband was carrying it. So we can say like, have a bustle plan, do a little tutorial, make sure that whatever you're trying on, you ask the sales associate there hey, how does this bustle? Where can I get it done? Can you show my mom or my maid of honor how it's going to be done? Make sure that you have that ready to go and that whoever is going to be doing it for you on site knows how to do it from a professional. This is so, so, so important and can actually put a damper on your night if you don't get it done. So bustle tutorial, bustle lesson, definitely add it to your list of things to do. Before we end the episode, I want to bring up a few other places that I have heard are incredible for bridal I haven't been to them myself, but I've heard so many amazing recommendations about them. Again, if you're in LA, I went to Loho Bride, amazing selection, really beautiful ambiance, and they make it really fun. If you are also looking for plus size options, Loho does have plus size options. You can have most of the dresses there custom made. They do need three months for plus size though. So if you are looking for extended sizing, make sure that you allot the amount of time at Loho Bride. I also heard amazing things about Della Curva. My sister actually went there for her wedding and had such an amazing experience. She got such a beautiful dress and I can't wait to see her in it. It's Della Curva in LA. It's also a great one for extended sizing. And then if you are looking to not buy something brand new and get something secondhand, there is an amazing website called stillwhite.com where a lot of brides resell their dresses after they've worn them once. Because again, it's a dress that you're going to wear one time. And it's a huge market. This website, I think, has like close to like 80,000 different options. And I had a friend recently who actually went to a bridal fitting, tried on this dress. They didn't have her size available. She was, you know, kind of in a crunch time time window. So she wasn't able to get it custom made or have them send her the right size. She left the bridal fitting, went on still white, ended up finding the exact dress that she wanted in her exact size from someone on still white who actually lived like four blocks away from her. 
Really crazy story. Definitely a meant to be dressed situation, but Stillway is a great option if you're looking to buy secondhand. Obviously reduced prices, but they have every designer on there. Vivian, Catherine Tosh, Ellie Saab. They have so many different designers on there that if you're looking to buy secondhand, it's an incredible option. So while this time around, I didn't find my dream dress, I have so many tools now from that experience. And I feel like I learned so much more about what I do like. And I feel way more prepared to go into this experience over the next couple months and know exactly what I want to get. I can't wait to keep you guys posted. And I can't wait for you guys to see the final look. Those are all my tips for you guys. If you are embarking on this journey, I am sending you all of my love and best wishes for this really exciting time. Lean into it. Have so much fun. It only happens once in your life. So make it as special as you possibly can. Take all the photos, get dressed up, make a memory out of it. My biggest advice to any of you embarking on this, be as open-minded as you possibly can. Try everything on. Maybe it's not your style, but the second you put it on, it's your dream dress. You just don't know. So go into it with an open mind and just have so much fun. If you have any questions about anything I've covered, please feel free to DM me. I'm at Liv Perez on Instagram with two Vs. I hope you guys love this episode. If you haven't followed the show yet, please shoot us a follow on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. And if you have time, I would love to hear your thoughts on our show. Leave us a review. They always make my day. And if you're listening on Spotify, just leave us five stars. I hope you guys have an incredible week. I'll see you guys next Monday. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Friend of a Friend. Before you go, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and at tiermedia.com. And for more behind the scenes of the show, visit us at friendofafriend.us and follow me at Liv Perez on Instagram. Don't forget the two Vs. See you next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.